Hey, 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 everyone. It's Dr. Tamara Beckford with Your Caring Docs. That's right. That's our health and wellness platform where we help busy professional women take their health and wellness into their hands and to put themselves first, even if it's just for two hours a month. We can do it 730 hours in the whole month. We can take two of it and dedicate it to ourselves, right? We also have this wonderful podcast, A Your Caring Docs, Docs Who Cares, where we have doctors from all over the world. They stop by here, drop their health and wellness gems, aka info, right here. Biggest part is that they leave all of their information. So if you'd like to be a patient or a client of theirs, you will know where to find them, right? So today I have a super duper guest and you will see why I'm saying all that. Hint, hint. All righty. So we have Dr. Christy Kozlov, but I got to bring her in, in your Karen Docs fashion. This wonderful doc is a graduate from the University of Illinois Chicago School of Medicine. She also did her residency at the University of Chicago School of Medicine in ophthalmology. Then she did a fellowship at the University of California in San Diego in corneal and external disease. Right here, we have the founder and CEO of Reinvision Eye Care in Buffalo Grove, Illinois. Welcome, 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 Dr. Christine. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. I really appreciate your asking me to come on. Hey, it is my pleasure. Thank you so much for saying yes. So we're going to have time. And you know, I'm going to dig in and get all of this great info from you, Dr. Kozlov. Now, first of awesome. all, you know, what brought you into medicine? What made you decide that, you know, I'm going to go into medicine? And yeah, I've known, <laughs> sorry, sorry for cutting you off. I've known probably since second grade that I wanted to be a doctor. Actually, I look back and you know, those those books, they have you fill out about all the things you want to do when you're in primary school, and yeah. then you keep them and you can go back. And so I said that I wanted to be an OB guy. So wow. I guess I went to the other side of the body, but <laughs> she went very north. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. So we're in primary school and, you know, we're like, okay, I want to be a doctor. I want to be an OBGYN. I want to help deliver babies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you went all the way to the Northern Hemisphere, like we said, and you went to the ophthalmology. So what brought you into ophthalmology? Yeah. That so, yeah. That's a really good question considering the situation. But mm -hmm. um, so there's one summer in medical school, or at mm -hmm. least where I was, between mm -hmm. the first and second year. And in that summer, I went to UCLA and did in vitro research in ophthalmology. Now, because it was in vitro and the cells were growing a lot of the time, I spent a lot of time in the clinic with my mentor there. And it just seemed really fascinating. And I loved it from that standpoint. And then as well, I loved the idea about ophthalmology. Mm -hmm. Not only is the eye fascinating, but we get to both have relationships long-term as a professional with the patients. Mm -hmm. And then we also get to do some surgery, but the surgeries are not like 12 hour surgeries, like some other <laughs> surgeries. So I don't have to have an amazing endurance from that standpoint. So I thought this really is awesome. I think I'm going to do this. 
Wonderful, wonderful. And as you said, you know, you get really that great relationship with a patient in ophthalmology. To do things like see, which is so awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, the the sight is just so important in life that I just, that is so important for everyone as far Mm -hmm. as quality of life that it is amazing to be able to help people to be able to maintain or even restore Mm -hmm. that for them so they can live their best lives. Oh, wonderful. You know, when we were discussing, there's so many diseases that impact the eye. And one of them that a lot of people hear about are cataracts. Oh, my grandmother had cataracts. Oh, my cousin had cataracts fixed, blah, blah, blah. You know, what is cataracts and how common is it? Yeah. So the cataract actually is a cloudy lens in the eye. Mm -hmm. All people are born normally with clear lenses in the eye that help the cornea focus the light on the retina Mm -hmm. so that you can see an image as processed by the brain. Mm -hmm. If that lens, for whatever reason, becomes cloudy or opacified, it can't effectively focus that light on the retina Mm -hmm. to make that image. And so then the person has blurry vision. Mm -hmm. So basically, cataracts are actually the number one cause of blindness worldwide. They're only number three in the United States and more developed nations with access to good health care. But worldwide, it's number one. Yeah. So something that just happens out of the blues is something that someone does for it to occur. You know, how does it come about? It can be both. Mm -hmm. There are even babies that are born with cataracts, but that's not as common. That's obviously a sort of type of ocular pathology or disease, eye disease. Mm -hmm. Um, But normally, if what I tell my patients is, if you are lucky enough to be on this earth long enough, you are going to develop a cataract. There are certain risk factors and certain things that do contribute more Mm-hmm. to cataracts, mm-hmm. um, ultraviolet light. Mm. If you're malnourished or have a very poor diet, that can also contribute. A big one is certain diseases like diabetes mm-hmm. and certain medicines that are used for many diseases like steroids. Mm-hmm. And finally, I have to mention trauma. Yes. So yeah, and that includes prior surgeries on the eye or radiation can cause cataracts. Okay. And is it easily treated? So today's cataract surgery is very routine. In the United States, more than 2 million cataracts, excuse me, cataract surgeries are done annually. Mm. Mm. And typically they'll take anywhere between about 10 minutes to at most usually about an hour. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, they're pretty routine. But of course, as I tell my patients, it is surgery. Mm -hmm. So about one in 2000 might develop a severe complication. But I I mean, I've never had someone lose vision Mm -hmm. from cataract surgery. So yeah, it's, it's pretty routine. And Mm -hmm. I never want to say easy. But (laughs) yeah, it's routine and it's common, which is which is common. Yeah, we you know we let people know like, hey, you know, 
if you right. we do a lot of that long enough your the lens are going to get a little fuzzy <laughs> and that's, that's right yeah. yeah yeah so as you mentioned one of the risk factors you know with um diabetes and diabetes is so prevalent and you know and then mm-hmm. we also those who are diabetic also have another risk factor which is this diabetic retinopathy you know absolutely so explain what that is so you know our listeners and viewers can understand sure so diabetes affects the tissues throughout the entire body mm-hmm. not just the eyes and the way it does that is it causes certain changes in the blood vessels Mm-hmm. And when it does that, they become more rigid, more leaky, they may dilate a little bit, and then you can get swelling in the eyes. As far as diabetic retinopathy, there are two main types. The first type is nonproliferative, and what can affect the vision mostly with that is swelling in the retina, as I alluded to earlier, but the what's generally considered more severe type is actually the proliferative. Mm-hmm. And with that, there are abnormal vessels that grow in the retina. Yeah. And those can grow into the vitreous or the gel that fills the back of the eye. Mm-hmm. And then they can shrink or bleed. So if they bleed and the eye's full of blood, you can't see, obviously. That's true. Or if they shrink, they can pull the retina off. And that's how proliferative can contribute to blindness. Mm -hmm. Now, diabetic retinopathy, severe, happens in about 5% of patients who are diabetic. Mm. Um, But diabetic retinopathy is the number three cause of blindness in the United States. Mm. So it's very important. And you may not know that you have it. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you will have some findings in the retina related to diabetes, but you may not know about it because it may not be affecting your vision. Right. So the recommendation is that when someone is diagnosed with type 2 diabetes or what most people consider the diabetes of adulthood, mm-hmm. um, they may have been diabetic for a while before that. We may not always know. And so right at diagnosis, they should see an ophthalmologist Mm -hmm. because about one in five of those patients will already have starting diabetic retinopathy. Wow. Above, yeah, sorry. And and it could be due to the fact, like you said, when you are diagnosed, if you aren't a person who is getting your annual checkup and trying to catch a lot of these things early, by the time you're diagnosed with this disease, it's probably been sneaking. Oh, yeah, it's definitely been sneaking. But there is some good news. So with yeah, we like good news. So um, (laughs) if somebody has diabetic retinopathy, or even if they don't, the development or progression of diabetic retinopathy can be improved by very strict blood sugar, as well as blood pressure control. Mm. A study out of the UK in 98 actually showed that very strict control of those two things, Mm -hmm. blood pressure and blood sugar, decreased the likelihood of development and progression of diabetic retinopathy by about 21%. So yes, there's 
yeah there's like one that's that's good to know so that's news to know that all is not lost if you can try to get all within a great nice tight range then you definitely increase the progression wonderful wonderful you know these are all like such great information that you're providing and this is even in just a short time you know like you have decided not just to do all this, but you decided like, okay, you know what? I want to provide this excellent care to my patients and I want to do it the way that I want to do it. And in doing that, you founder, CEO of Re-Envision Eye Care. Tell us what it is that made you decide to do this your way. <laughs> so, well, my mission has always been to, as I said earlier, maintain and even restore people's vision for many years so that they can live their best lives. Yeah, so um, I knew I had to go out and open my own so that I could treat patients with the compassion and time that I wanted to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Wonderful, wonderful. And, you know, that's one of the things that a lot of your patients have mentioned about you, that they say that she's very good she takes her time. She goes over a lot of information. And, you know, you've gotten glowing reviews based on the way that you take care of your patients. So I know all of you guys who are in Illinois, is this the northern part of Illinois? Buffalo? Yes, northern Illinois. Yeah. You know, you can see why Dr. Kozlov is the person that you need to see to keep that <laughs> going well. And she has this wonderful, wonderful practice there, re-envision eye care for which she's going to, you know, keep you guys, restore those who are having any damages as best as she can and keep you with healthy, healthy eyes for years and years to come. And like you said, it's one of the things about ophthalmology is that you get to de develop such a great care and lasting relationship with your Oh, patient, yeah. You know? so yeah, that's I love that. So you're doing all of these things for your patient, Dr. Kozlov. I mean, you're taking care of their eyes, you know, you're doing any surgeries, you're treating, you're educating or informing your patients all about ways to keep themselves and especially their eyes healthy. What are you doing for your self-care? So I do work out mm -hmm. uh, for about 20 minutes about four to six times a week, actually. Oh. Mm -hmm. And I also meditate. So that way I keep myself centered and mm -hmm. able to deal with whatever the world throws at me that day. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Meditation is a great way. I'm still learning. I'm a meditation pre-K. Yeah, that's where I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in meditation pre-K. Alrighty, so now we have one more question for you before we end and, you know, this great conversation. If you weren't a doctor, what would you be? So I have always loved everything, foreign languages, different cultures, travel. So I would probably do something around that. I don't know if it would be come like a travel journalist or maybe even just teach a language. I speak Spanish and I'm studying Russian. So yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So we have our travel journalists um, who 
loves um, different, because love of languages, love of different cultures and experiences. Mm -hmm. And she's going to bring that all to you <laughs> if she weren't your ophthalmologist. But she is your ophthalmologist there over in Ohio, well, in no, Illinois, pardon me. So in Illinois, Illinois yeah. Illinois. All righty. So with that, Dr. Coswell, where can your patients, where can those who are listening to this podcast, those who are watching this, where can they find you? So you can find me on Facebook at mm -hmm. Reenvision Eye Care. And my website is also reenvisioneyecare.com. Mm -hmm. And so that is spelled R-E-E-N-V-I-S-I-O-N-E-Y-E-C-A-R-E.com. Alrighty. E yes, reenvisioneyecare.com. So everyone, please, you know, you know where to find Dr. Kozlov. Great information. And this is just the tip because there's so much to go on and finding about the eye. And also on Dr. Kozlov's Facebook page, she has lots and lots of information on eye. She's producing a lot of videos. We're going over what the eye is, the different parts of the eye. So if you would love to find out more information on eye and eye care, do not forget to check out her Facebook page, which is also Reenvision Eye Care, right? Thank you so much. No problem. Don't forget, guys, that you are going to find Dr. Kozlov. She's one of our Your Caring Docs, Docs Who Cares. And so you'll find her on our Your Caring Docs, Docs Who Cares page. This information here is going to be available on our podcast, right? And also you'll find it on our YouTube page. So this is Your Karen Docs, U-R-C-A-R-I-N-G-D-O-C-S.com. Don't forget to listen and don't forget to leave a five-star review for Dr. Kozlov. Yes. And don't forget- And Dr. Beckford. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She's amazing. I'm so happy that you- bring the information in a way that's easy and understandable to everybody. That's just so necessary and such an important thing to do. You're a superhero. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys. And I will thank you guys for listening and watching. And don't forget if you are a busy professional woman and you need to put your health and wellness first, which we all do because we all neglect ourselves in order to take care of everyone. But self-help and self-care is not being selfish. It just really helps us to restore so that we can pour out more for others. Don't forget to join our VIP You Society. Go to our www.yourcaringdocs.com, U-R-C-A-R-I-N-G-D-O-C-S.com and join our VIP list and we will see you in the society. Thank you all for listening and for watching and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.